What's new, bro? What's the word? What we doing? Same old, same old, man. What about you? I still see that you biking still. Well, I was, but <laughs> we done had a, a little accident with my tire, bro. I don't even know how to fix it because it's not a regular uh, tire. Yeah, it's not a regular tire, so you can't use a regular pump for it. So I got to take it to a shop and everything. Man. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to ask you a question. How far out were you when you were doing this? Bro, I was about, I was almost five miles out. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't double digits, so I guess that's a good thing. Nah, it wasn't too, yeah, it happened early, but I, I looked at my phone because I tracked my miles. Mm-hmm. I looked down at my phone when it happened. It was like 4.8 miles out. I was like, dang, we're going to have to walk all the way back. I mean, that's tough, but you're glad, like, you didn't do, like, your usual, like, you got halfway in there. Oh, like, yeah. If, if I had got to, like, 12 miles out, I would have missed class for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sorry, professors. You know, I had to take an L today, so sorry about that. Big L. Sorry about that. Yo, is Trey here yet? Yeah. Trey, yeah, right there. What's good, man? What's up? Same old, same right. old, man. Same old, same old. Ain't nothing new with me, so... <laughs> All right, let's get her kicking off with some announcements. So, your boy headed back to the Ville. When? Uh, I get I come back December twenty first through the twenty eighth, or yeah, well twenty ninth. I come back Tuesday morning, which is the twenty ninth. Oh, okay. That's so I get a, I I give me a a solid week. I'll give me a solid week. Uh, hey, hey, back to the house. Hey, hey, hey. You remember what you said too? Said we're gonna have to go adventure for that barbecue. You said once you come back. So that's oh what, yeah, that's something we got to do. And I forgot yeah, for to sure. I, I forgot to hit you up about those uh that uh list that you had. You said you might have to go digging for it. Oh yeah, I need to get back on that. I'm a I'm gonna have it for sure before I get back, and then we'll hit up some spots. All right, bad, bad, bad. Because we definitely then, do that. And then we need to get some uh we need to get a that week we need to get uh some some Christmas special podcast, some specialty podcast. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the crew, try to get T, get the whole squad together. Do something. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. We need to. We need to. It's been a minute Trey, since we all linked up. For so. sure. Trey can sit at the kids' table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost uh, grown. You said what? I'm almost grown. Shit. <sighs> Trey, you 15. Almost. He ain't even 15 yet, bro. He's still 14. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm he's 15. Almost, I turned 16 in January. Yeah, oh, I thought you said almost. I thought you said almost 15. I was about to say. But Trey, you trust me. Don't try to get grown too quick. I'm telling I'm you right now. I'm going to be whipping that junk in January. You say you what? I'm about to be whipping that car in January. You're oh, not going to be whipping uh, shit. First of all. Tokyo Drift? No, 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 no. Who? <laughs> you t- and Dad's truck? <laughs> No, you're not driving mom's car. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Trade driving, bro. That means I'm getting old, dude. You been putting in your hours? No, I haven't got my permit yet. <laughs> you're not gonna be whipping in January. You gotta put in like 50 hours to uh, once you get your first, you gotta get your permit. Then you gotta put in 50 hours with an adult with you before you can even get your driver's license. That's light. That's gotta, light. I'll go to the farm with dad. And then you got to pass the actual test. That's the hardest part. 
I'm a good driver. That's I'm a better driver than Kyle and, and you when y'all first started. So no, no, no. He didn't say better than me because I was driving when I was seven. Well, <laughs> still, so, yeah, I believe Kyle. Kyle wasn't a good driver at first, but not me. Don't no, no. You're not gonna disrespect me like that. <laughs> uh, man. All right, but but look, I got so you know, big fitness. It's stick season with two C's. You know, we getting right. Your boy finally broke the two hundreds on the on the scale. So we all we ain't little no more over here. We straight big body. I'm in the two hundreds. You still in the two hundreds, or are you just in the two hundreds for that day? Nah, bro, I'm I'm up there. I'm up, I'm up there consistent. Okay, okay, okay. Consistent. Okay, I see you. I see you. I'm getting you. I'm getting thick. I'm starting to poke in the back. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, nah. <laughs> I'm I'm squatting. Oh no. Nah. And your boy got a new tat. I had a lot of stuff going this past week. I got a new tattoo and everything. Yeah, what made you like just do that? You know, well, I've been yeah. wanting it so for listeners. Not saying that, do that like as a negative thing, but like no, you know I see what I'm saying. saying. Like, <laughs> but for the listeners that did that don't follow me on Instagram, which follow me on Instagram, FLS the number four swag with two G's. Uh, I got a tattoo on my bicep, uh, and it's the area code for Nashville six one five, and it's going like vertically, so six, then the one, the five, like down my bicep. And I actually been wanting to get something Nashville related somewhere. I just didn't know where. And I was just thinking because at first I was gonna get the you know the 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 Tennessee flag has the three stars like the the tri star. Yeah. And you know one stands like Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee, and West Tennessee. I was gonna get that somewhere, maybe like on my back or something. I feel like a lot was, of people have that though. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? I mean, I see a lot of people. With, but I yeah. mean, that's just the you know, just I guess the Tennessee nature. Yeah, but symbol. I mean, it's it's a cool tat. And then obviously, I was gonna try to make it unique some way. I was just gonna get like a bland, what you call it. But uh, but then I was like, ah, you know, I that's kind of too basic. And I was like, well, maybe I should get the area code. That's something simple, six one five. It's just three numbers. It probably won't cost too much. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out where. And I was like, well, I could just. I know my cousin, uh, my cousin Tyler, is it Tyler or Taylor that has it, Trey? Do you uh, uh, I think it's Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. He has his area code on his bicep. I remember from a while ago, and I was like, "That was kind of live." So I like mocked it up, and then when I went there, they kind of put it on. You know, they like, well, I don't know if you know, but like they put on the tat before they like tat it in. They use like ink to kind of like map it out, and they put it on. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of live," and so I just went for it. So I got six one five. So this is the thing too, just. Little question for the people out there. Finally's got you know multiple tattoos. Which one? Like first thing, what does a tattoo feel like for the people that obviously want to know what it feels like? And where's the worst spot that hurt for you? Okay, so for me, a tattoo feels it feels different depending on what they're doing. So mm-hmm. the outline for me personally, the outline's the worst because the outline is like super sharp. I don't know if they changed the needle head or what. I'm not a tattoo artist. But it definitely feels different. The outline is definitely a sharp, a sharper pain, and it literally just feels like uh, they're just dragging a knife through, like on your skin. They're just dragging it and outlining whatever the the, the tattoo is. But when they, because I have like thick tattoos, so I have a lot of shading. Like they use a lot of ink for a lot of mine, and so when they shade, it feels like a duller needle, and so it doesn't hurt as bad. And so, and because they're just like coloring it in, so it's yeah. not like they don't need fine lines, kind of thing. 
And so when they outline, it's – and then I'm a sweater. So, like, when I get tats, I sweat, like, profusely because it's constant It's constant pain. Yeah. Like, you're in pain the whole time that the needle's on you. So just the constant pain, I get to sweat real bad. So usually when I go, I can't be dressed up too much. I got to wear, like, a Loose light closing. T-shirt and some shorts. And then uh, – but, I mean, it's cool. I don't – it's for me, it doesn't hurt that bad. But it is uncomfortable. Now, what I will say is I have a tattoo on my on my back, on my trap. So it's like kind of like my shoulder. Do you know how my traps kind of poke a little bit? But it's on that trap muscle mm-hmm. right on there. Bro, when I tell you, that hurt so bad. That one got me. All my other ones, I got two. I got one on my left tricep. One on my right tricep. I got one on my bicep that I just got. I got a star on my right shoulder, and I got uh, an anime tattoo on my left shoulder. None of those really phased me. Like, I almost fell asleep on three of them because, you know, I kind of just you kinda didn't, it didn't hurt that it, bad. Yeah, and I, just, I almost fell asleep because eventually, like, my skin kind of goes numb, and I don't even feel anything. But that one on my trap, oh, your boy was struggling on that one. <laughs> It was tough because it's just it's on straight muscle. Like there's no fat to like cushion it. Because mm-hmm. usually places with a lot of bone or muscle, they hurt more. Yeah. Because you got more nerves in those. And it's just it was just all bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I got more in the works, but it's a secret. Where 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 are you thinking about getting your next one at? Like well, I'm actually trying to finish one. I got a star on my shoulder, and it's supposed to be a Marvel tattoo. So, you know, uh, the Winter Soldier? No, but we can pretend you I haven't do. Seen... Ooh, no. You haven't seen the Marvel stuff yet? No, I haven't. Oh, we yet. talked about this. That's right. I well, Trey, you know, you, know, um, you know the Winter Soldier, Trey? Yeah, Bucky? Yeah, Bucky Barnes. You know he's got that star on his shoulder, right? Yeah, on the metal yeah, arm? Yeah, on the metal arm. So I have that exact star on my shoulder. It's funny because everybody down here thinks it's just a Dallas Cowboy star, but because it's unfinished. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get the lines, you know, the lines from the robot arm that he has. Yeah. On? I'm trying to get those lines to make my shoulder, and it's just gonna be my shoulder. So it's not gonna be a sleeve. It's just gonna be that that top shoulder, right? And uh, yeah. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the lines to make it look like a robotic arm. And so I'm gonna finish that one. That's probably gonna be next. That's yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So tell me about this story, Calvin. <laughs> for, for the story time. <laughs> All right, man. So usually I, I shout out, you know, uh, cla- uh, classical sports barbershop, uh, Tony, and everything. Like I said, great person to go to for a haircut. You know, he does well, but. Tony was out this weekend, so no, 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 he wasn't out. I couldn't get in that weekend, so I had to go to somewhere in Antioch, in Nashville. A good little not like, Antioch, yeah. Uh, this one dude that because uh, I was asking around, so I'm not just gonna go to like any barbershop, you know. So I was asking around, asking people, and uh, one of my friends referred me to this one barbershop. I'm not gonna say the barbershop name, <laughs> but <laughs> but so man, I get in there and. There's two people in front of me. First person. Well, no, no, no. There's two. No, there's one in front of me and one in the chair. So, yeah, obviously two people in front of me. Person in the chair gets done. The next person goes in. It's like a little kid or whatever. So, like, 
you know how like when you were little, like you know, you used to move around a little bit, and your mom be like, you you know, stop moving around and stuff in the chair, yeah. like stuff like that. So yeah. this kid is like bad, like just moving around, like like ducking and dodging. Yeah, kind of like he's kind of like crying a little bit. I guess the barber was heavy handed, I guess, on him. But when I, he cut me, he wasn't heavy handed. But you know that feeling, you know, when somebody's like very heavy handed when they're cutting your hair and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm assuming that's what happened with the kid and everything. But he just ducking, dodging, moving. And the mom was not having it, bro. Like one bit. She was like, stop moving. Da You know, just going in on him. She got so tired, bro. She got up. And I don't know what happened with her early in the day. Maybe she's had a bad day. But she literally grabbed the kid's head and keeps it still. And she looks at the barber and goes like cut his hair. Like in the most like demeaning way I've ever heard like a lady say something to towards a person. Kid starts acting out again. He starts like moving around. She snatches him up out of the chair and takes him outside. It's like a little shock. So like she opens up the door and you can hear her just going in. Just like, you know what? If you want to act like this today, da I am the right one. <laughs> and me, it is me and this other dude that's sitting in the barbershop. Obviously, it's a barber, too. He's sitting up there. He's just on his phone. I guess he didn't want to make eye contact with us. But the dude next to me, he looked at me, and I looked at him. It was just that, that mutual just like, ah, shit, <laughs> you know? But yeah. <laughs> but the kid came back in. He was crying and everything. And yeah, he got his hair cut. He left, and then I got mine. But that was the most... Not weirdest experience, but just uncomfortable. Just you know, she just had a belt. She didn't bring out the belt. No, she didn't. If she brought the belt, I probably had to leave. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd have been recording it. See, that's the thing, man. I feel like if I was recording it, she definitely saw my phone, and I probably would have got one too. So, shit, I'm trying to stay away from that. <laughs> but uh, what's your story, bro? The elementary school. So look. <laughs> Elementary school stories are just so funny, dude. This is is classified information, right? So (laughs) this is fifth grade, and I was in Miss White's class. I believe, I don't know, I think it was for science. I don't remember. But all I know is we had lunch in the middle of this period. So we'd come in, have like half the class, go eat lunch, come back, have the second half, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in elementary school, you got the desk on top and then under it you got like a little cubby area to put your books and stuff right yeah actually that's that's the kind of desk we had bro i went i went to hillsborough bro we didn't have that so well y'all had y'all had bars on y'all uh windows shit damn near but uh so like that's how the desk was set up there's like a little little cubby area under the desk right so you can just put your books and stuff right there so what me so i sat in the very back red flag number one i sat in the very back and you know, in elementary school, I was a I was a troublemaker for for the most part. So me and my buddies, we thought it'd be a good idea to take a ton of pepper packets from the cafeteria, <laughs> and we go to the back, <laughs> we go to the back of class, and we open them up in the desk, right? So we thought we was being slick because the pepper's black and the the desk, the cubby part is black, mm-hmm. so you can't really see the pepper. Bro, when I tell you we're back there snorting pepper, like we're just taking pepper, we're like putting it on our fingers, and we're like putting it up our nose, we're sneezing the whole class. Like it's four or five of us just sneezing our ass off the whole class, right? And after a couple weeks, our teacher was like, all right, I got to get to the bottom of this. She catches us red-handed. She looks at our desk, what is this? 
pepper everywhere. <laughs> There's pepper all over our noses. Our eyes are watering. Our nose is runny. And we sit back there sneezing. We got in so much trouble. And it actually got real bad that year because I saw some dude. Oh, my God. I forget his name. I probably wouldn't say his name anyway. But dude got dared. This is like, I don't know. Everybody was just snoring pepper. And this dude got dared to snort a pixie stick. Oh, I know. His right? nose was on 10. It was, bro, it was either a pixie stick or it was one of those, like, Kool-Aid powder packets that you can, like, either put Either way, in water. I know it was hurting. I, I know it was hurting him. Bro, the, he snorted it immediate <laughs> nosebleed. <laughs> Immediately, like the moment he, the moment he did the nose was just red, like flowing with blood. I was like, oh my god! Oh, uh, I thought he was gonna die. You know, kids. I thought he was gonna die. I thought we were gonna be in so much trouble. But after that, I was like, bro, yeah, I, I look back at like elementary school and just remember the stuff that happened or I did. I'm just like, why did I do that? Like at that age, why did I think that was a good idea, bro? I'm in elementary school. Uh, I had like a little toy tiger or, or like those little like kid mm-hmm. toy tigers. That's like the little, I don't even know, like the mannequin kind of things, but they're like, you can mm-hmm. fit in your hand. I don't remember who it was, but a chick stole it from me. I tackled her <laughs> in the playground because she took it from me. <laughs> I got, I got furiating mad. And she was like, what are you going to do? Hit me, bro. I <laughs> this chick. I picked her up like a tack. I picked her up, rolled my hips. And suplexed her to the ground. You know, this is on mulch. And I, but guess what? I got my tiger back. That's for damn sure. But I got so much this, this dude, you really ran after a chick, bro. It did that. She took my tiger, bro. You don't mess with a man's tiger. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I can't believe he really did that. That's funny. Well, what? I'm up. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's not even the worst, but we're not. <laughs> so, you trying to get into these sports, bro? You trying to get into it? Yes, I'm trying to get into yo. Sports. First thing, dude, did y'all see that uh, that knockout? That knockout with oh the roundhouse, dude. Kick? Oh my god, did you see the way his body? Like after he got hit, he was still standing up, but he was like on his heels and he was just wobbling. Like, oh yeah, he was like falling. Yeah, slow, bro. I've never seen. First thing, I've never seen anything from a UFC fight like that athletically. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while, dude. So. Those, those those dudes are oh, dogs, yeah. bro. Trained killers, low key, to be honest. But that 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 finish that fight was crazy. I was not expecting that, but yeah, man. <laughs> Anytime I see those hardcore knockout, I immediately think, oh, they're dead. Yeah. Like you ever see somebody get knocked out and they're unresponsive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're dead. That's what I do. It's think. just I don't understand how some people come back and you know from those knockouts and fight again. Because I'm just like, that was me, man. I'm I'm not coming back normal. So for the money, they try to keep the lights on. <laughs> but they get paid though. They get paid. But I mean, it comes at, with a cost and a risk. So, but but LeBron, Jermaine James. I don't know if that's mm. his middle name. <laughs> LeBron gets his fourth title in 17 With years. With the third team. How do you feel about the Lakers take how you how both both of y'all how do y'all feel about the Lakers taking the ship home this year? Uh I mean, to be honest, like I kind of knew that they were gonna win it this year. I before like we even started talking about it, finally, you know, we kind of had, you know, our like predictions and everything. 
I did say that the Lakers were going to go be in the finals and everything. I said that, you know, I think they would win it. And obviously they did. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people knew that they were going to win it, you know. So it wasn't nothing unexpected. So. Yeah, same here. Well, I'll tell you this. One, I'm excited because them LeBron haters are mad. Oh, I love when LeBron haters get mad. Two, let's not forget at the beginning of the season, a lot of people had the Clippers mm-hmm. taking it all. Everybody's, oh, the Lakers not get past good, yada, yada, yada. You can say what you want about the bubble. You can say what you want about how it all went down. The Lakers deserve this win. And don't forget, with me, I believe this was a week ago or maybe two episodes ago. We said, I think I said, I think you agreed that if the Lakers won the first game, it'd be Lakers in six. The Heat won the first game, it'd be Heat in seven. And the Lakers won the first game, they won it in six. Your your prediction was right. So props to you. Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, I just love to see it, man. I I really, really, I knew Lakers are going to win, but there's a part of me like, I want Jimmy just to get one. Real mm-hmm. quick, since he right mm-hmm. here, but it's gonna be tough. it's gonna be it tough, tough for next season because you know KD's coming back. We don't know what the Bucks moves are gonna make. Well, also we don't know what the Heat are gonna make because you know that's pro- and the yeah. Warriors. Is that, well, I'm talking from like the Eastern Conference, you know, standpoint and everything. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, be tough. but like uh, like you know, Sports Center said, man, Miami is like the next next destination for a superstar to land, so. You know, they're going to be in the mix, you know, trying to get another superstar there. Very interested to see, you know, who at least they're going to consider and then what they do from, you know, on there and everything, too. So it's going to be interesting, man. Next season is really going to be interesting. And then supposedly they said they it's going to start up in December, they said. Was it December? You're talking about in two months? December? Was it? Weren't they going to start the season back up in December or is it something else in December? No, uh... Because uh, they still got to have a draft, obviously, which I don't even know. Yeah, I think the I think the draft no, the draft might be in November. I think they're saying that the they they're not. I think it's supposed to start in January. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Bills got touchdowns on, on the Titans. Don't say that. I'm watching it right now. Seventeen twenty-eight. Oh, no, we go. We go. <laughs> I ain't put them. I ain't put them on the nose, but we gonna get <laughs> some football. I bet, bet. But um. Before before I start talking about Jimmy some more, uh, another thing that I learned that I thought was pretty cool is uh, Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers, the first female owner to win a ship. So I thought that was awesome. Definitely, was she nice. got a ring. She went to Jared's. So <laughs> <laughs> right. So now let's get to some controversial discussion. So you know Jimmy Butler, your first time All Favorite player. Correct? Yes, that's really the first person I really. First individual, okay, like, so you're p- player that I actually followed, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Trey, is Jimmy Butler on your favorite list? I mean, not really. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't dislike him. Like, so. Right, right. I, yeah, I got you. But I know for Calvin, Jimmy's his first all, like, his first time all favorite player. He's my third all time favorite. So, we got a lot of Jimmy Butler fans uh, on the cast. And by right? the way, people were saying I was never a fan. I, been a fan since he's at Marquette, so we can debate about that. So, yeah, check check your facts, check yourself, <laughs> what yourself. So now, here's my question, because he's not a 
I don't want to say he's not a big name guy because people are recognizing him now, and he's been a, a superstar, an all star for multiple years. So it's not just been this one. Year and he's, he's been, been in the conversation. And he's been in the well. conversation for you know best two way player and everything right now in the league. So exactly. his name is out there. Exactly. It's not like he's like a no name. Exactly. But he doesn't. Keep, keep on going. Keep, keep on going. I, I, I feel like, like what I'm going to say. We're going to get into our discussion. So. So right. So he's definitely an underappreciated player, in my opinion. In terms of just the media giving him the credit that he's due. Do you believe that he has the potential? Let Let me. Trey, you answer this one first, because I, I kind of feel like I already know where Calvin's going to go. But since, Trey, you're kind of unbiased, since, you, you know, you don't dislike him, but you're not a fan. Yeah. Do you think he has the potential to be a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame or a Hall of Fame candidate? Mm, I'd say so. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. Calvin, what do you think? I think that he definitely has the capabilities of doing it. And we got to take this into effect too. He's 31. So he's 31. He's 31. So I don't really know how many, you know, years left he has in the league and everything like that. But I feel like if he keeps this level of play up and keeps on getting into like, you know, the, uh, at least the, uh, the semifinals or, you know, the Eastern conference finals, you know, just leading his team, putting up the numbers and everything for, I guess the rest of his career or, you know, for the next like three years or four years, whatever, you know, uh, if he's still in his, you know, his still like, you know, good playing time, like not playing time, but, you know, make sure that, you know, his body's right and everything. I think he can be, you know, I mean, I don't see why he can't be. And it's all about the numbers too, man. You got to have the numbers, you know, to get the selection and everything too. So it's really based off his play and everything. But I think he's on the right track. I think he has the foundation now. I just wish it probably would have started earlier for him, you know, if he didn't bounce around teams for that little segment of his career, you know. So right, because uh, hold on, what where, where, where did he go? It was, it was seventy. Was it seven? No, it was Minnesota. It was uh, Chicago, yeah, well, yeah, Chicago, Chicago, Minnesota. Then the 76ers. Then, uh, 76ers. 76ers. And then, yeah. then that's when he went to the Heat, right? Yeah. So, right. I mean, that little stint of him bouncing around, uh, I think it was made for like a year or two. You know, possibly, you know, kind of messed him up and everything from changing systems and everything. So, but, you know, I think, like I said, I think he has a great foundation that he's built, you know, just off of, you know, this season and everything. And, Hopefully he can continue it because I'll, I'll honestly I'll love to see him in the Hall of Fame, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. So what I was thinking when I when I proposed this question, right, is so just looking at accolades: five-time NBA All Star, mm-hmm. right? Three-time All NBA Third Team, four-time NBA All Defense Second Team, and NBA's Most Improved Player in 2015, mm-hmm. right? And then you tack on just the playoff run he had, he just had, right? I think now if his career, if he were to retire tomorrow, don't think he no, the no, Hall definitely Probably not, not because he doesn't have not not doesn't, not even close. He doesn't have close. the the years of it, you know, the years to back it up, like consistent years, you know, right, right. But I do believe if he can dish out, let's say let's say he retires at thirty five. For the next four seasons, if he were to play on the level he played this season, 
I could see him sliding in too. Yeah, definitely. And you got you got you got to take an effect too, dude. He played a, he played a LeBron team, and he did that. So I feel like you got I feel like you got exactly. take that into account too, because just having LeBron on the court just changed the game, just in all aspects. You know, just him on the court is just a whole game changer. Just how the flow of the game's gonna go. So. Indubitably. Yes, sir. What about this? Uh, you still got more on the the Jimmy Hall thing, Kendrick? No, 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 no. I'm interested about this next mm-hmm. one, man. I didn't. I, I don't know really anything about this one. Okay, so, so Kate, so Kevin Durant, right? He said, and I quote, "Well, he said that he didn't. He doesn't believe he took the easy rate, the easy route." to titles by joining the Warriors, he said he earned my rings. Now, I personally have a problem with that. One, in his defense, yes, I do believe he earned those Mm -hmm. rings. But I have to wholeheartedly disagree that he's saying he did not take the easy route. You're telling me by losing to the team. They're 3-1 in the series, by the way. Right. They're up 3-1. They lose. And we're talking about the team that went, what, seventy three and eight, or was it seventy three and nine? Not that. Yeah, seventy three and nine. They went seventy three and nine, right? You're telling me, going being the second best, he was okay. We could argue, but he was considered the second best player in the NBA, right? And you're telling me him joining the best. Team in the in the best team to ever be best record in the history of the NBA. The best record tied for joining best. that team wasn't the easy route. It was literally the path of the least resistance. That's like LeBron possible. going to the Warriors, right? It's the path of least resistance. It was the easy route. Now I'm not taking like he won the ships. He contributed. He earned it. But you can't sit there and say that he didn't take the easy route. Mm-hmm. Like there literally is. That's the easiest possible route to take to the championship. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think the fact, too, of him joining a team that put him out and they were up in the series kind of makes it even worse. It's, it kind of, like, makes him least credible about his whole statement, too. You know? It's just, like, it, right. it's, it's just very hard for me to kind of agree with him on that because you guys were up in the series and then you lose and then you go join them. So, I don't know. Well, my – my biggest thing that I always said is I honestly, I honestly have no, I had no problem with him going to the Warriors, right? Yeah, I mean, easy way out, but at the end of the day, you got to, you do what you got to do to get the rings. There's a spot you take, you know, whatever you do to get the ring. So I get mm-hmm. that. You do, it's all about winning. It doesn't matter what, about any other, anything else other than winning. And if you can get on that team, you know, you do it. I get that. The problem I had is how he left. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. The way he did Russell Westbrook was so low, so dirty, so disgusting. I'm appalled. The way he did Russell Westbrook, I, I, I but I, I think I, Russell. I, I the thing about Russell Westbrook, he might have a bad image in the in the media and everything. But wholeheartedly, I feel like Russell Westbrook is a good dude. Um, yeah. And oh, for sure. I another think, thing, yeah. too, is, like, too. with the bubble, I don't know if y'all heard this, but, like, after he left his room, completely cleaned his room, spotless, cleaned his room and everything, left an $8,000 yeah, tip to whoever, yeah. you know, came into the room and cleaned the room. But, obviously, they need to clean it because 
you know, because he already cleaned it. So it's just those little things that, you know, I think that matter and everything. But Russell Westbrook's a good, wholehearted dude. So, Trey, were you going to say something? I just, I despise KD because Russell Westbrook's my <laughs> favorite player. He had to find out through the media that he was leaving, that KD was. That's what I'm saying. Through the media. No, here's what's even worse. So, you know, both of their contracts were up, right? Yeah. And so Russell Westbrook re-signed because he thought KD was going to re-sign. They were going to stick together and, you know, build the team around them too. KD waits till Russell Westbrook signs. He's stuck. Then not only does he not tell him, he finds out Russell Westbrook got to find out through the media that he's leaving. Now, a lot of people were trying to say, because trying to say, oh, they weren't boys. No, 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 no. Wait a minute now. Remember when KD won MVP? This man was talking about how he appreciated Russ and, like, they were boys. Man started crying Mm -hmm. because how close they were. Got emotional. That's your best friend, and you're going to dip out like that? That's like if you got roommates, and your roommate's, like, your best friend. You re-sign to stay at that place, and your homeboy's like, Oh, I'm out. But you'll find out through Twitter that he's moving to a different place. And you locked in. And you locked in. You can't get out. And you locked in. It's like, bro. (laughs) No, bro. Come on. Yeah, I feel some type of way. Especially, too, with the – because they were the one-two punch, bro. That was a dynamic duo after James Harden left. What? Bro, they were homeboys. Harden left. It was just the dynamic duo. Yeah, he did. He did do us dirty. He did him very dirty. See, like – so, like, I dislike him, but – I still under I still respect that he's a great mm-hmm. player. Yeah. There's some people that that dislike people and say they trash. Like, no, nah, KD not trash. He a baller, yeah. but I just yeah. Per- just from that, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, mess with personality him. wise, I can't rock with that. But I'm a, I'm low key a KD fan, so <laughs> I support KD. He got he's got burner accounts, bro. What's what big what big superstar has fake accounts and trolls trolls? Like, who I, does that? I don't know, man. He and and the thing about it too. I think he talked about that, too, on uh, All the Smoke, the podcast that we were talking about, you know, last week and everything. I think he talked to – he goes a little bit in-depth of the burner accounts and that whole situation because when he got – because he got caught and everything, um, you know. I heard I heard that he was – like, he doesn't care. He's going to do it anyway because he do what he wants. I mean, I mean, all power to him. I mean, I'm like, cool. I'm like, cool, you do you, but Michael Jordan's not doing that. Kobe Bryant didn't do that. Shaq didn't do that. I bet you LeBron doesn't do that. Like, all the people that are great, like, because, you know, KD's been in the conversation to be, like, one of the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. You know, a few years ago, everybody was talking about, oh, KD's about to pass up LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, granted, he had some injuries. But you're trying to pass somebody up. You don't have time to be trolling people with a fake Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. account. Like, what? Get out of here. Come on now. It's kind of suspect, to be honest. But, you know, people got their own ways and – Different thing ways how to handle things. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, I hope I hope he comes back from his injury. Oh, well, for though. sure, for sure. I hope he does. Yeah, for sure. I ain't, I ain't hating on him. I hope he does well. I hope he, I hope he gets one. Like I really do. But yeah, especially with his new situation. Just, like you, so, yeah. definitely. Well, I guess he does have one. But, yeah. You know. You know yeah. Well. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So, man, uh, dark horses of NCAA. Man, I know we talked a little bit about. Um, is this basketball or football? Oh, this is football. basketball, brother. Basketball? This yeah, is basketball. Know. We can get some football, too, because I got a little bit of questions, too, about uh, these, 
Well, yeah, right now the NCAA football is up. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the way messed up. But uh, Vonage, what what's some teams that you said that uh, that you think that are like some teams that need to be looked out for this year that you were t- talking about for NCAA basketball? Oh, oh man, I, I forgot. I think I said Michigan State, didn't I? Yeah, you said Michigan State. For yeah, Michigan them? State. You said Trey too. I want your I want your uh, selection too after this. Michigan State. Uh, I think I said Belmont just because hometown I'm bias because my my homeboy plays there and yeah Nashville. And then, bro, I just honestly, I really hope all the SEC basketball teams do well mm-hmm. this year. I'm just a big SEC fan, so any sport SEC related, I hope they succeed. So I really want like. You know, Tennessee's decent every year for the most Tennessee part. Tennessee got a great class coming um, in. Yeah, Florida's no, pretty good uh, no, next, for the most I think it's part. next year, actually. Not Auburn's about to be good. Yeah, I mean, now I think about it, SEC's actually picking up Auburn, their Florida. competitiveness in basketball. Because yeah. you got – because if I remember correctly, teams that are pretty – you know, that are compete every year, South Carolina, Tennessee, Florida, Auburn. I think Georgia does yeah, all Georgia's right. Georgia's pretty decent every year. Because uh, what's Anthony or what's Anthony his name? Edwards. He's coming out of Georgia, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Alabama all- just Vanderbilt used to Vanderbilt used to be straight, but I don't know how they've been doing the past few they years. They have been lower half of the SEC. Yeah, they got yeah. a new uh, coaching staff. I think two years ago, Jerry Stackhouse is the new head coach there. So you know, it yeah. Takes- but they used to be. They used to be. Oh, Did Auburn make it to the back uh, when it was finals like two years ago? They play like Texas Tech or something like that, or was that the uh, Final Four? I don't remember Vanderbilt going that far for the no, Lord. not not Vanderbilt. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, Auburn, yeah, Auburn did, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Auburn mm-hmm. did. I think so, but yeah, that's when they had uh, what's his name? They had that that point guard Harper. I forgot his first name, but yeah, I think yeah, I think you guys are right. I think you guys are right. But um, no nah, man. I, did y'all see Alabama got a five star commit, a hometown? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, really? He's nice, dude. He's nice. He's a six three point guard, dude, with like a forty five inch vertical. Dude's crazy. So yeah, no, be on the lookout for that dude because he's nice. So Sharif Cooper, he's gonna he's gonna be uh, what they got for the awards for SEC. Oh, freshman of the year. Freshman of the year, yeah. He going to win freshman of the year. He got a good chance, man. He really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Auburn went 19-3 last year. That's right. Not last year, but the the year before they canceled everything. Right? Yeah. I believe so. I think you're right, to be honest. I think you're right. Because didn't they just – they canceled all the spring sports this past spring because of COVID. Right? Yeah, because yeah, they canceled the tournament, obviously, and everything like that. So, yeah. yeah. That that doesn't that doesn't feel like like that happened. Oh, but it did. <laughs> but it's it did. weird. Like, it feels like the last time March Madness happened was just last spring, but it was two springs ago. Yeah. Totally right. That feels but weird. But let me get into these teams, dude. So – Thing about with these teams that uh, the NCAA have, I think, is very interesting, is that they got uh, so they got Arizona State, which they got you know Josh Christopher, he committed there. He's a you know probably a lot a lottery pick for next year. Rutgers, they've had a very great season last year. Um, Creighton, eh, I don't know about that. Texas Tech, 
that might be a possible sleeper team just because, you know, they got Matt McClellan transferring from Georgia, Georgetown. But I'm not too for sure if he's eligible or not. But I feel like he'd probably get, like, a waiver. Um, then we got Texas and Richmond and UCLA. You can possibly see that. I can possibly see that just because, you know, they're in the Pac-12 and, and all that. So, But out of those teams, dude, I really think the big sleeper out there is Arizona State and uh, – Texas Tech, you know, just because, you know, they got some major pickups, and plus they got some great coaches, so. Yeah, yeah, I can see Texas Tech having a, a solid year. And I mean, sure. too, like, that's a whole, you, you know, we saw them do, um, in the, and, you know, get into the uh, NCAA Finals and everything, which was a real yeah. sleeper yeah. that year. They just played amazing defense, just a great team all around. It seems like everybody connected well, just from the way they played, and just, I don't know, man. Just having Matt McClung on there just, you know, just adds, you know, an extra piece to, you know, what they already got. So, but, yeah, man. So, we're done with the basketball section. We're moving into this football, man. Okay, look. Let's, first of all, before we get into NFL, let's talk some NCAA. Because the top 25 – all kinds of ways of discombobulating. LSU, Oklahoma, out. <laughs> no playoffs. Texas. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even... Tech, Texas is out. Uh, first of all, big shout out to University of Missouri. Mizzou, big alumni, took out LSU. Off of, and it was a, a, home game? a, a fourth quarter stand. Yes, home game, fourth quarter stand. Yeah, they, goal were, line. they were on like the three, the like three yard line and held them because they needed a touchdown to win. And had stopped them on all the plays. Beautiful defense. Um, but uh, then Florida lost. Like a bunch of teams in the top twenty-five just couldn't get it. You see Arkansas? Man. Arkansas been looking good this year. I'm telling you, Coach Odom, bro. I'm telling you, I had Coach Odom as a coach, defensive coordinator, and offensive yeah, coach. Georgia or, and coach. Uh, Auburn. When I tell you, Coach Odom might be might be the best defensive-minded coach or, def- like, defensive-minded coach I've ever seen. I'm telling you. Because he was – look, I'm, listen. When he was defensive coordinator at Memphis, top five defense. He finished top five defense in the, in the, in the nation. Gets to Mizzou. When he was the D coordinator at Mizzou for that one year. Top five defense in the nation. Now he's at Arkansas. They'll probably finish top five defense. Like, they finish top 20. Coach Odom is on that, bro. They'll finish top 25 for sure. But I think if they keep playing like they're playing, they could finish top five. Coach Odom, he knows what he's doing, bro. I'm telling you. He's about that. Because he runs a simple defense that doesn't take – it's not complicated. So you can run it. I'm not going to lie. Some defensive coordinators be trying to run a Harvard defense with some – with idiots. Like they're trying to run these super complicated uh, defense, but you have to have smart players. In, in different like checks, Coach, checks or whatever, like that. Yeah, like there's so many. Yeah, yeah there's so I many moving that. parts that you got to have smart guys for that. Coach Odom, his defense so simple. It's simple, and there's not a lot of moving parts. So when you run it, it's like a well-oiled machine that doesn't have a lot of uh, places to get messed up. Like he, it's I'm telling you. I hope, I hope they do well, even though I'm supposed to be anti Arkansas. They're supposed to be our rivals, but I don't I don't care. But we'll see. And the SEC in particular, so there's a, there's a handful, a bunch of SEC teams in the top twenty five. 
before this past week. So you know, you had you had Tennessee, you had uh uh Alabama, of course, you had LSU, you had Florida, Georgia, yada yada. But yeah, all of those teams, but now now I think about it, that's hurting us because every year I want an SEC team to win the Natty, just because SEC nation, right? Mm And you know, the past few years, two SEC teams have been sliding into the to the playoffs because it's such a solid conference. And usually, if you play in the SEC by default, your strength of schedule is already tough by default. But without the non-conference games, we're literally beating each other up. So I don't think two SEC teams are going to make it into playoffs this year. I think Georgia now. I don't I don't know. I can I see Georgia I can see Georgia getting beat. Bama, I think, is yeah. for sure. Bama's defense is but so think, weak this year from that old miss game. Yeah, but that, that yeah, it's it's tough. They scored they've been scoring like thirty five points every game though. Yeah, that old miss that old miss offense is different. Yeah, and plus, you know, Lane Kiffin obviously was on staff with Saban, so you know he knows a little few tricks of his, but not exactly, not exactly not the so. whole full package, obviously, because they didn't get the dub. Right. So. I mean, and I mean Bama still scored with sixty what sixty five Yeah. So I mean still, but I don't I don't I don't see and then Trey, you also gotta think, all right, let's say Let's say Georgia does keep up mm. with it, right? When Bama and Georgia will end up playing for the conference championship, whoever loses is probably going to be out. Yeah. The only way, the only way that has, Georgia doesn't have no, a loss yet, undefeated. So if or the only way that happens is if just like a few years ago, if Bama or whoever's number one, let's say Georgia's number one and Bama, let's say. Bama's number one. Georgia stays at four, yeah. right? The only way that they don't slide out is if the number four team beats the number one team. Bama won't drop to out of the number the top yeah. four. They'll just drop to like number four. Or if they're one and two, then the two seed beats the one seed. The one seed will drop to three or four. But I don't see Georgia staying in the top four. If they don't stay in the top four. If Bama loses, they're going to be out because they'll lost to a team that's out of the top four. And if uh, if Georgia wins, or if, if Bama wins, then obviously Georgia's going to stay out of top four. So I don't see two SEC teams in the, in the yeah. playoffs. That makes sense. That makes especially because it's a non-conference schedule. So I think that's just the big thing too. So yeah. you know, just to not have those then, two SEC teams in. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know. I think Alabama's gonna pull out because they always do. So, all right, now let's get into this NFL stuff. So man, so man, you watched the Chargers game last night? I sure, sure did. did. Yeah, I fell asleep after it was like twenty something to three. I fell asleep and all that, but I saw the highlights and everything. And Justin Hubert, man, what do you think about him? I fantastic young talent for sure. Do you think going with the move, even though you know Tyrod Taylor obviously he had to puncture lung and everything, if he was healthy and everything, do you still think that's a good move to bring the rookie quarterback in over you know obviously a veteran? Ah, uh, do you think? Do you think this, this 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 is my thing? This is my thing. What what pick was he drafted at? I think second round or third round. Second or. Was he was he that I thought he was first round to be honest. 
I'm pretty sure he was the first round. Let's look this up. All I know is that he was so cold at Oregon. No, he was like he's sixth, sixth, sixth uh, overall pick. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, that's pick. what I'm saying. So this is my thing because I was talking to somebody at work, and they thought, you know, obviously they had to put him in because you know Tyra was hurt. But he said, for the benefit of the doubt, Tyra was still, you know, healthy and everything. They think that they should still win with him. My thing is, is that if you draft a quarterback that high in the draft, I feel like you have to play him. Because who really drafts a quarterback that high and just benches them, you know? The Eagles drafted – oh, no, never mind. Didn't they draft Jalen Hurts? The, the Packers? Yeah, they, Packers drafted uh, Bryce Love. But he's coming behind but did he Aaron Rodgers, though, dude. Yeah. It's like – you know what I'm saying? It's, it's different things like yeah, that. Different, it's, it's different yeah. situations. But like I'm saying – in the offseason, they got rid of Phillip Rivers, you know. Or did he get – did he leave or did he just resign or was he a free agent? What was the deal with that? I I think you – Okay, agent. so either way, they lost him in free agency. So, losing him, have he's been there for – since he's been in the league for a long time. So, he's out. Oh, yeah. So, you're going to the next season being like, okay, like, we're out of a quarterback. So, in the draft, we got to find a quarterback. And you draft somebody that high, I feel like – Usually, if you draft somebody that high as a quarterback, you expect them to come in and do something, be productive. So that's my whole thing on. But what what's his ceiling? What what do you think his ceiling is? Um, his ceiling. Ah, oh, that's so tough because it's his first mm-hmm. year. Oh, 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 oh what, um, what what can you expect from him? Like, what what do you think his career is gonna possibly look like from just these few games that he's? Because he only played in two games so far, right? Yeah. Yeah, two or three. Mm-hmm. I think he's only started two games, but he's played in three. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, man, I think, I think, ah, oh, jeez, <laughs> that's that's tough because he's so young. He's only played three games, but if he continues to play like he's playing, I think he'll eventually lead a team, whoever he's on, to a yeah. Super Bowl. I do see him as a Super Bowl champ, assuming he's healthy and assuming he continues to play to his potential. You know, obviously anything can happen between now and then. But I do believe if he taps into his potential, he's definitely a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Because he has he but, has the, the attributes, like the height and everything. Like he has the physical. Oh yeah, trait. he's got the arm, the accuracy, the he's reading he the way he was reading the plays out there, like he was reading it like a, a vet. So like he's definitely got the traits. But going back to the Tyrod Taylor situation, because you were saying you don't know if they're both healthy, who do you play? Here's my thing. Tyrod Taylor was the starter at first. That means in tra- – and I guess they didn't really technically have a preseason. But at some – basically, he earned the starting spot coming up to the game. Because mm-hmm. of practice, they announced Tyrod Taylor as the starter. So he earned it for sure. So when you get hurt, I think out of straight out of fairness, I understand life isn't fair, but just out of out of due diligence and formalities, when Tyrod Taylor is healthy, let him start a game. Come back, and if he continues to play at the same level or better, then you continue to play him. But when he comes back, if he gets to bullshitting or he's not really performing well, then you continue with Justin as your starter. Mm-hmm. That's what I think they should do. Just because you get hurt, I feel like you shouldn't have the opportunity taken away. You get hurt, and if the guy behind you is playing at a like a high level, 
when you get back healthy, it's like, all right, we're going to see if you can, if you can perform at this high level. If you can't, then he took your spot. Cause it'd be no difference if he was, if he never got hurt. And then Justin just starts playing better and practicing better him just outright winning the spot. It's no difference if you give him the opportunity to get his spot back after injury. But once after injury, Justin outright wins it, then I think it's okay to let him continue to be the starter. Because then at that point, you can't say that they did Tyrod Taylor dirty. He just didn't perform well enough to get his spot back. Mm -hmm. Because you gave him that opportunity to see what he Right, because you gave him the shot. Not giving them the shot, then you're doing them dirty, you're blackballing them, or you're doing them dirty. But if you give him the shot and he just misses the shot, that's different. Because at the end of the day, it's it's just business. You know, they're not there to make friends. Yeah, it's an organization. They're trying to put chips on the board. So, exactly. So yeah, definitely, I agree with you on that. Yeah, but it'll be. But you know, once he gets back from that injury and everything, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And but yeah, but uh, you want me to go into this next? Topic uh finest or you still got some more football stuff? No, you got it. Man, that deck that deck Prescott injury, dude. <laughs> that was gruesome. That that oh, it, it you, you you hate to see injuries and everything like that, but you really hate to see injuries like that when you know you see somebody's whole foot just go away that is not supposed to. You know, it kind of reminded me back when you know, the whole Gordon Hayward thing, you know, uh, I think it was the semifinals or something like that. Where, No, was it the, oh. the finals? Was it the finals when he got hurt? Gordon Hayward? He didn't, they didn't make it to the finals. Not the final. No, it was, it was in the playoffs, wasn't it? No, no, no. No, 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 no. It was the first, it was the first uh, game of the NBA season. I remember it because it was in the first quarter. It was like with nine minutes or something left, and that's when he got hurt. And to go back to the whole Paul George when, you know, he messed up his ankle and everything, too. But, uh, yeah, man, I just hate seeing stuff like that happen to athletes, especially, you know, with the things that Dak has gone through this year. Um, but, yeah, man, hopefully for a speedy recovery for him, man, because, you know, that's a big hit to the Cowboys organization. So, yeah, and uh, it's messing with his money, man. That's yeah. why I'm really hurt. Yeah, and that's another you thing, You know, he too. held out. Yeah, he held out trying to get that big payday. Mm-hmm. And he just – now it's, he doesn't have the leverage. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I know uh, Des Bryant had a had a tweet saying, you know, you know, the Jones family better take care of Dak if he can't play football ever again, which I feel like a little he, – he's, you know, he's correct on that, you know. So, but – well, yeah, uh, Jerry Jones released a statement saying our future is with Dak Prescott. So I think, you know, a lot of people give Jerry Jones a lot of shit because he, he's, you know, he doesn't seem like a guy that that really cares. But or if you're on his, his good side, yeah, but if you're on his good side, he'll take care of you. And I think, you know, since he likes Dak, you can kind of tell, I think he's going to do right by Dak. Mm-hmm. So. But is yeah. that all in sports? Yes, sir. I believe it is. I'm so sad the NBA done. Hey, but the good thing is, though, man, is that there's still going to be NBA activities to keep into the loop. Uh, obviously, the draft free agency coming up. And, you know, with Corona and everything, the season's going to start back quicker than expected. 
and then we got college basketball to you're right. You man. know, it might be starting back in like two months. Yeah. So, but the drafts coming up, free agency is really going to be interesting, and that's what I really can't wait for. So. Oh yeah. So we still gonna have these NBA moves. NBA talks and everything. It just ain't gonna go away. So. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. Now look, everybody. So now look, I'm finna get into some music. Everybody knows me. I'm a huge R&B guy. And my one of my favorite artists of all time is Mr. Mr. Steel Girl himself. Me <laughs> <Ray> songs. <laughs> Stop. No, no, no. Cap. Stop that right now. Cap, Take your cap, hat off. Cap. What do you mean? I can hit him. Take cap. your hat off. Stop. Stop the stop the captivity, Trey. Trey, I'll serve you up some deep fried cat. <laughs> so look. He can't he dropped the album last week. Yeah, last week called Back Home, bro. Now I I've been reaching out to all I got you know all my Trey song friends that I have I reached out to them to see what they thought. You know there's I've got mixed reviews. I am here to tell you personally that you like it. This is this is the best album he's had in a while. That's a bold um, statement. Find this. Tell me why. Well, okay, so it's it's like his. Uh, have you listened to his? He dropped a, a dual album, twenty eight and eleven, not that long ago, right? I'm not a big Trey Songz fan, so I'm not. Okay, so he know. dropped these two albums called Twenty Eight and Eleven. I did not like either of them because one was like more of like a hip hop, him trying to rap kind of, like not trap music, but it was more like hip hop, and the other one was supposed to be more like R and B, kind of like Drake did with uh, that one album he had, Scorpion. Um. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But I didn't like the R&B or the hip-hop. Like, I don't think there was one. There was, like, maybe out of both albums, there's one song that I would listen to. So it wasn't my favorite. And then he dropped the album before that uh, called Tremaine. And Tremaine was good, but it wasn't, like, Chapter 5 or Ready or Passion, Pleasure, Passion, Pleasure, Pain. It wasn't, like, up there like that. So I've been, like, literally, I think a couple weeks ago, I'm sitting there, like, Man, I'm ready for some new Trey Songz music. It's been a minute. He ain't dropped none. I want to go back to his old school, like the soul type music he was dropping, right? Mm-hmm. He finally dropped it. Bro, I'm telling you. So, you know, on Apple Music, all the like elite songs on there have the stars next to them? Mm-hmm. The first, the first six songs, bro, got stars, bro. Like in a row. So like I like it. I think it's really good. My favorite song in there is probably Circles or Be My Guest or Save It. But I like it. Now when you listen to it, you gotta listen to it with some bass. So either some good headphones or in a car. You can't listen to it on a, on your phone. You need like some good speakers. Cause he's got R and B, but the beats got some bass to it. So if you listen to it in like a car or like with some good speakers. You can really get the full appreciation of the the music behind the voice, but I like it. It's real good. So and I yeah. I'll have to yeah, make yeah. an announcement. I listened to it like two. Oh no! What <laughs> the is Titans it? are now four and now. Oh, game yeah. officially over. Yeah, man, they put the spanking on them, dog. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bro, I might get a Titans tattoo. Are oh, you dedicated? I'm gonna get on my. I'm gonna get on my peck tits. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, on my right peck. I'm gonna get go. Right, my left peck. Right. I'm gonna get tits. It says right, go tits. All right, all right, all right. All right and all right. I'm gonna get the Titan sword down my my sternum. This man really want to be twenty one. This man really want to be twenty one. 
Ain't that something? No. I mean, bro, do I mean do what you want to do, bro? It ain't my body. No, no. That that's too far. But I'm glad. That, I'm glad that the Titans are four and zero. We need that. And it wasn't one of those games where it was a nail bite to the end. They blew these dudes out. So. Oh yeah, forty two to sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So it's not yeah, one of them, them cringing games where pulling your hair out at the end like they usually do. So, but man. Let's get into this social lifestyle and finance, by the way. Oh, yo. And by the way, finance, I didn't write this down in notes, but we're going to get into discussion of uh, what's the difference between 1099 and W-2s, too. Since oh, yeah. I need to. You didn't know what the difference between those were. And I'm going to dumb it down basically for you and everything. Yeah, the, dumb the way it. that I was taught it. Dumb it all the way down. All right. So, but let's get into this after we get through, you know, these first two topics. So, man. In the news lately, uh, I don't know if you've seen this finance, obviously, because you live in, uh, you know, Texas, so you don't see the local news. Trey, you're just too young to understand it. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) Tin Roof 2 in Franklin and Cool Springs, man, got padlocked and shut down. Well, first of all, what what is that? Okay, it's a it's a bar, basically. It's a it's well, it's. It's a food restaurant, I guess, like a restaurant in the daytime. And as it gets close to nighttime, you know, it turns to a bar and everything. Okay. So, anyways, this place has supposedly been wilding, bro. Like, ever since, like, the first begin, like, the first uh, beginning of this year to now, they've had 162 calls, like, for, like, domestic violence and all these different types of things, like drunk driving, uh, supposedly rape, uh and obviously, you know, like assault and all that stuff. But, but I must say this. I know somebody that works there. And they said, yes, they have been getting a lot of calls and everything. And, you know, a lot of disruption and all that. But they said majority of that stuff doesn't come from, like, their bar. Like, it does come from their bar, but it's not like the whole incident happens at the bar or, you know, the cops get involved, like, at the bar. It's usually mostly, you know, somebody, for example, like, somebody's driving home drunk. And they get stopped. Oh, you know, they, I obviously the cop goes through the questions and everything. Just like, you know, where are you coming from? Well, I went to Tin Roof. So basically what they said, most of the situations that, you know, that happen are stuff that was basically out of their control, which if that's true, I don't know. I'm getting it from a resource that obviously works there, but I don't work there. So I don't know the truth. But if that's the case, man, we're all adults at the end of the day, man. You know, if you drink and drive, you know, that's solely on you. Um, you know, you just we we know at this age, you know, we know what's right from wrong. So, yeah, we should at least we should. Yeah, yeah, we should. But some people, you know, still do childish shit and don't and don't take in the fact that who what they're doing. And if there's something wrong, goes if something does happen to go wrong, you know, how it might affect that person or who is involved in it. So, but yeah, man, they padlocked it. So for all your people that like tin roof and all that, um. Yeah, shut down. Same thing at Tony's, dude. Supposedly they had a. Uh, did you hear about that too? Uh, Finally, talking about the barbershop. No, Tony. Like it's a, it's another bar area. There's oh supposedly, no! Like, some dude, some supposedly some dude, two dudes got jumped or whatever because they, I don't know the full story, but they said that they were they weren't speaking English or something like that, and two dudes jumped them. One of them turned out to be a bass player for like a well known like uh, music group here, so. That's a bad look on Tony's too. So, I don't know, man. So, like a hate crime because he was it, Mexican or something. It supposedly that's what they're saying. I don't know the full details and everything. I heard a little bit about it because people at my work were talking, 
about the whole situation and then tin roof but yeah man i don't know just bars and cool springs just are not the move right now so where the damn yeah. man <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's it for my little spiel and everything but what's up with this jeff epstein so look bro first of all do you know how to say the chick's name I don't even know. I just say Maxwell. I don't even know how to okay. say <laughs> so Jeff, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even try. I don't even try to say it. So look, if y'all, uh, we talked about it his documentary earlier, like early episodes, right? So if y'all still hadn't watched the documentary, Jeff, check it out. Yeah, check it out. But Jeffrey Epstein's associate, I think it's just Lane, something like that, right? Just Lane Maxwell. She basically, so Jeffrey Epstein has this like sex pyramid scheme. And his just this lane is like the recruiter. That's how she was portrayed in the documentary. Is she would basically act like uh, Jeffrey Epstein's like girlfriend to make it like more comfortable. Like, oh, you know, I'm with him. But then she was basically getting girls to give this guy massages and things would lead to another yada yada yada. But he was basically she was basically recruiting these these chicks, right? And so she never really got in trouble at first. Jeffrey Epstein just took all the heat. And then eventually the FBI arrested uh, Maxwell and was about to basically, she was basically, because Jeffrey Epstein killed himself or supposedly killed himself. Uh, she was the next person right, in There line was really no question. justice that was served. So she was like the next person up to take the heat. So they went out and arrested her and she said she is willing to call out, she said big names, like celebrities and politicians and like people in positions of power uh she was getting ready she's ready to rat them out basically to get like a deal with the the fbi like hey man to lesser they, and they better they better keep tabs on her because people are gonna come after oh, her yeah, she, she's gonna end up quote unquote committing suicide yeah but yeah I feel, and that's what i hope doesn't happen you know they get the information out of her and then they oh yeah plan I, something. i'm kind so of i'm not know the names that might be on this list like yeah, yeah, she said some famous people, politicians, and some other people. I mean, if she, if that, if that gets out, you know, her statement, you know, written and then on record, you know, that's going, that's going to bring some people down. That's going to bring. Oh yeah, <laughs> because we don't, because because honestly, we don't know what's out there. We don't know if there's like a organization behind it, like you know, like right and all that, so, like the you know Wayfair. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Oh my God! Just think about if you ordered from there, just not knowing what the hell that was, and you open up a box and it's just a, a a kid, like a baby. You're just like, what the <laughs> like, what the hell is this? That's <laughs> just, not funny, but that uh, but that's that's wild. I can't believe it's like but like I'm I'm crazy. saying, but I'm saying like if that happened. You're just gonna be like, what the hell? Like, what is this? You know, like I need to <laughs> I need to do some some follow up digging on if anything if like investigations have started with that because it's been super quiet yeah haven't heard no news from you know coronavirus is like is like making all this other more important news being like overlooked yeah definitely it's a it's a tactic bro i feel like it's a tactic i'm no like political science you know guru but i feel like it's a tactic so for sure but anyways man Let's get into this little financial, whatever you want to call it, taxes little section. Uh, so last week, uh, I proposed a question. What I say? 
what, what was the question I said? I said something that we need to change the school curriculum in high school or yeah, something like yeah, that. And yeah, I got yeah. y'all's opinion. And for the most part, I feel like all three of us agreed, you know, there might need to be like some financial literacy in, uh, in the curriculum. Cause you know, like you said, um, find this, you know, you got to start doing your own taxes. And like you said, you didn't know how to do it. You got to do the W2 and all that stuff. So, but, and then you brought up, you know, a question about 1099 W2s. You know, I said um, during that time period too, that uh, I just found out at my job because I work for, you know, a staffing company and we deal with all the that paperwork and stuff. And I was like, you know, I actually know the difference between it, those two. So, this is basically the dumbed down version of what I was told of the 1099 and W-2s. So W-2s, everybody fills those out before you obviously start your job or whatever job you're going into. And basically, you know, you go down, you say your dependencies and all that um, and everything like that. And basically W-2s are, um, they're set up, every paycheck that you get, you, you obviously get money taken out like taxes and everything like that from every paycheck that you get from that organization. So in contrast to the, the, the uh, 1099s, 1099s are usually for like um, contract workers or uh, contractor hires, um, you know, places that aren't usually, um, usually like they do that little trial month, like the contract, the six months period. And then, they can go whether, you know, they can bring you on board full time or they can just let you go and, you know, adventure out to other different opportunities. Right. But 10, but 1099s are basically. So, like, let's say, like, you work like a 40 hour work week or whatever and you get eleven dollars an hour and you obviously do the math, um, you know, 40 times. Well, two week period, 80 times 11 is around like seven hundred and sixty something dollars, I believe, just off the top of my head. You're, so usually if you did the W-2, you would know like you have taxes taken out. But with 1099s, you don't have taxes taken out. But at the end of the year, they'll bill you oh, how much you owe, how much you owe. So basically 1099 is like, yeah, you have your full amount of money, but you just got to know at the end of the year when it's tax season and everything, you have to pay those taxes. They're going to bill you for the taxes because it wasn't like a W-2. They take the taxes out every okay. paycheck and everything. That's the that's how the people at my work explained it to me. Just dumb, dumbed it down. Right. As best so they could. basically W-2, they take the taxes out up front. And at 1099, they take they bill you the taxes afterwards. Yeah. The uh, when tax season, yeah, when tax season comes around, which, you know, some people don't know that so it's just like you know when you get your paycheck you're like oh i got my full amount no you, know, you better save like, some of that <laughs> yeah yeah you got to put some of that away because tax season comes and the government knocking at your door just hey bro it's time to pay you up you better have that money so <laughs> so that's the difference between 1099s and w2s and yeah. all that stuff you so, write this down Trey. Yeah. i'm not gonna have to pay taxes for a while <laughs> you take notes <laughs> Trey, what you talking about? You said yeah. earlier you almost grown. All right, when you get grown, you're going to start paying taxes. Real taxes, not the taxes when you buy a pack of Skittles or some real taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't try to get grown too quick, I'm telling you. This yeah, shit for bro. the birds. Yeah, I used to say all the time, man, I can't wait till I'm grown. And then when you get grown, now you I'm... wish you were back in high school at your mama's house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what taxes were. Oh, man. All right. Oh, it's time to get it. My favorite, uh, my favorite part of the episode. 
Time for some lunch table questions. Lunch time. Uh, did you bring it in? I bet you did. I'll go last. I'll think. <laughs> All right, yeah, you better you better think of some good ones too. Calvin, how many you got? Uh, I got one, but I might have two. How many you got? I got two. Okay. You go first. Right. You go first. I'll do both of mine. So, my first question. My first question is pretty simple. So, obviously, Trey's not, but Calvin, are you registered to vote? Of course. All right. Would you wait in line for 11 hours to vote? Ooh. I'm going to have to come back the next day. <laughs> no, all right. Cause, I'm going to have to come back. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm going to have to come back the next day. Because, look, Cause that, saw, that's dedication. I saw on uh, I saw on Twitter there's people stay, waiting in line 11 hours to vote. And And I was like, first I was like, oh, my God, would I do that? And I was like, this is a great lunch table question. But here now, let me let me switch it up to make it difficult. You have you'd have to vote, you gotta wait in line for eleven hours. If you don't wait in line, you don't vote. So you can't come back, you can't do it another day. Are you taking the L and waiting in line for eleven hours, or are you just not gonna vote? Oh man. <laughs> and I'm talking eleven consecutive hours. Like in line. <laughs> Bro. Probably not. <laughs> Trey, would you do that? I don't know you ain't old enough. Uh, like, so like you can't like eleven hours? Mm, never mind. Oh like my you can God, get you nah, can get some bro. food door dash to you and you can step out to piss. But other than that, you gotta wait in line eleven hours. Hmm. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you. I'm not waiting in line for 11 hours. <laughs> I'm not waiting. I'm not lit. I'm not first off, that, I get, first off, I'm a PhD student. I do not have 11 hours just set aside where I can just go wait in line for 11 hours. That's thing number one. Two, I work 5 o'clock to midnight, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I don't have 11 hours to be sitting around bullshit. And then Monday, Tuesday, I don't have work. I don't work Pizza Hut, right? But I'm a PhD student. So Monday and Tuesday are the two days I get all of my work done for the week so I can work insane hours. So I'm telling you, when I don't have the time to vote for 11 hours, I don't have the time. And even if I did have 11 hours, I'm not wasting and staying in line to vote. I'm sorry. I'd have to take, I, I, I know I'm black. I was supposed to vote. If I got to wait 11 hours, I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Dunzo is killed. Bagpipes. No, sir. Raps. I can't do it. Hang the towel up. We ain't doing it. <laughs> All right. All right. What's your, what's your right, next so my... question? I got two, by the way. I got confirmed okay, two. Bet, bet, so... Bet. so look, this one, this one's gonna get a little a little tricky because I'm a we're gonna have to get deep into this one. But All right. would you rather be able to rewind time mm. or see into the future? Now Here's the caveat, because I got different scenarios. We're going to start off symmetrical. So you can rewind time of a maximum of five minutes into the past, or you can see five minutes into the future. Now, when I say rewind time, everything else around you gets rewinded, but you don't rewind yourself. So like, let's say at seven o'clock in the morning, you make a sandwich, and at 7.05, you rewind time. 
your sandwich is still made. Like the events that you personally did still happen, but everything mm-hmm. else in terms, if the sun is moved, if somebody was walking, all that stuff gets re- rewinded five minutes. And then to see in the future is just, you don't go into the future. You can just see what happens into the future by five minutes. But can you change your actions? Yeah. Though? So like, yeah, you can. So if you, you know, if you see that, you, Ooh, excuse me. If you see that, I don't know, you jaywalk, you get hit by a car. You can, if you, in the like two minutes in the future, you can future. prevent that. Oh yeah, yeah, future, future? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. See, then this is where the twist comes future. in. I feel like. What Trey? What'd you say? What was your answer? Okay, so for the five minute one, for me, it's rewind, rewind time into the past. Now, here, well, tell me y'all's reason why. I mean, for the example that you gave, like you can change your actions. Yeah, you basically you prevent know, bad stuff from happening, right? Yeah. Okay. The reason why I'm doing rewind time by five minutes is because I would have been, I would have infinite time, so I can get stuff done. Like I can get homework done in one day, but only five minutes have passed. Because let's say I get up at 10 and I start doing homework at, I don't know, 10.30. When 10.35 hits, I'm going to rewind it to 10 o'clock. And I'm going to just keep doing my work. And once I finish all my work, I'll let it go past 10.30. So I have infinite time, basically, even though I only have a five-minute max. But now here's the next part. So what if you could re- rewind to the past? by five minutes but oh let's do this you can rewind time (laughs) by a year or Mm -hmm. you can see into the future by a year so like if something happens you got a whole year before like let's say you you messed up something obviously you probably re you got a whole year prepared for it well for the rewind time it's kind of the same because obviously, if something happened really bad, you'd probably rewind time immediately. But if something happened that wasn't urgent, you've got a year to make your mind up. You want to rewind the stuff, dude. I'm all I'm a big dude into the future and everything, and I feel like I'm always going to be that way because I always want to know what's next. You know, what's the next thing? So I'm I'm still going to stick with the. Looking into like a year mm-hmm. and everything like that. Dang. What about you, Trey? I've probably done the past. Oh, you're yeah. switching for the year for the past, huh? See, I'm sw- I switch to the future for for the the year one. That way, because if you can see like every event from right now to a year from right now, mm-hmm. that that's elite. Like it's, it, it oh, does yeah. a lot more yeah. for me than being able to rewind time. Yeah, for me, because you know, because because obviously you know your steps, you know what the next thing is for you, and you can base that off if that's what you want your next steps to be. So you can change that, it. and you can so, win the lottery, you can gamble, you can do all that. Yeah, <laughs> facts. You facts. can gamble. You can literally so, put your life savings on the Super Bowl because you'll know the exact outcome of it. So exactly. You, you can exactly. just go see into the future when they do the Powerball drawings for the lottery. Remember to write down the numbers, and you're going to be a millionaire in however long, in, in two months in the future. <laughs> or maybe the next right, day. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, those. But, uh. Those, no, keep on going. Those me. are my two. That's all I got. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let me jump into mine, man. You know I love the philosophy stuff, so I'm going to hit y'all with two. Uh, so, man, is humanity heading in the right or wrong direction? Ah. This man, this man <laughs> Calvin, does not miss. Never, bro. <laughs> uh, well. Okay, 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 okay. Let's say just from an overall standpoint, not from a society standpoint, not from... So just humans uh, as, like, in the world, not just, like, our yeah. countries as a society. Uh, yeah, like... T- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an easier answer. I feel like we are. Well, I feel like y'all are. I, I renounced my humanity a while ago, so I don't identify as a human. Oh but uh, <laughs> I, I identify as an inhuman, so make sure you get my pronouns right. Uh, but, uh, you know, humans, y'all are heading in the right direction, I believe. He said, "Y'all like here." No, I'm, I'm not even joking. I do not associate as a. I do not identify as a human being. But uh, to answer your question, I feel like you know I've been observing y'all for a while and taking notes and how y'all interact. Um, the biggest thing I feel like the reason why humans are taking steps in the right direction is technology. It's technology, and like I feel like it might not seem like it because media is only coronavirus right now. But there's a lot of companies and industries trying to cut down their carbon emissions. Like, I know uh, Amazon is trying to be, like, completely emission-free by 2050, I think, or 2020, 2030, something like that, like, way down the road. But they're trying to be completely zero carbon emissions, like, fully, like, solar-powered, all renewable energy with zero carbon emissions. I know a lot of companies are trying to go that way. And then you got, like, uh, you know, the stems, the, the ground research on stem cells is getting – it's getting elite. They're starting to be able to reverse the process of aging and be able to like old on some Benjamin Button, like <laughs> maybe not to that extreme, but like, like they're, they're legit using stem cells to reverse balding. They can do it to reverse the the you know how you when you get old your skin sags because of gravity. They can reverse uh-huh. their their they're working on being able to reverse all of that with stem cells. Like they're getting to the point where. I know a lot of student athletes now, instead of getting surgery on a lot of things, you get stem cell injections and it heals itself. And we're talking like stuff you would normally get surgeries for, like torn ligaments and, and stuff like that. They just inject with stem cells. It heals itself. And they're trying to get Recovery it to where process they can do better. Yeah, they're trying to get it to where they can do that for any and everything. Like if you get like, you know, a compound fracture in your arm, they throw, throw in some stem cells and it heal itself in like a week. So I do believe humanity's heading in the right direction as a general, as the general population as a whole. Now, if we talk about society, Hell no. <laughs> it gets a little tough, but. I think yeah, that's for, that's, that, that, that's going to be a, a question for next week. I think the society part, because I feel like you're going to dive into that. So we're going to say, we're gonna, yeah, yeah we're going we, 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 we to dive into that next week. So you already know one question for me next week. So. Get your little stat sheets right, and all that ready. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got one more. Hold on, Trey got to answer this. Oh, one. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I'm Trey. I just feel like somewhat agree with Finest. Okay, what's the what's, what's holding um, you back? Where do you disagree? I feel like if there's not really a change in society, we're not going to be headed in the right direction. Okay. Okay, so you're saying you don't, you feel like, 
if society yeah. doesn't change, humanity can't head in the right direction. Ooh. Okay. okay. Talk that talk, okay. Trey. Talk to me, Trey. I hear you, talk Trey. Talk to me, Trey. Talk to me a little bit more about that. I feel like. What, 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 come on, go deep, like, Trey. What you feel like? like? You know, I feel like it will go, like, in the right direction because there's going to be more change. But, like, if we just keep, like, mm-hmm. not really making that much progress, I feel like it's not going to be, like, it's going to get worse eventually again. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Worse than it is right now? It's going to cause, like, okay. Okay. controversy. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think we've, we, in my 25 years of living, I don't think I've ever seen the country this you, the United States specifically this divided. Yeah. I know it's been more divided in the past, but since I've been alive, I've never seen it this divided. Yeah. And but you know the thing about it though, dude, which has me kinda, you know, kinda just like hoping that the future will look hoping that the future's on the right track is like our generation, everything, like obviously let's go back a little bit. Our parents' generation, you know, segregation and all that. Now, like, in schools and everything, everybody's, you know, with each other, different ethnicities, you know, you're meeting new people, different backgrounds and everything, which, you know, is, like, a big thing, you know, um, just having that collaboration between different ethnicities and everything. And, you know, you're really starting to understand, I guess, people's culture more and more now since, you know, obviously, you know, COVID and everything, obviously, social distancing part, but, like, before that even happened, you know, like, like for example, finance independence, you know, like, different ethnicities man you know had different classes with you know different people like that so just by that from our generation and just coming from having that foundation i guess from learning you know everybody else's background i think we're heading in the right direction because we're starting to see you know people's values and personalities instead of just looking at you know skin color and basing them off of that so right so it seems like we're going in the right direction from our generation standpoint and how people I feel like more people in our generation, our age and everything are speaking out about different things and stuff. So just hopes for the future, man. Just hopes for the future. Hopefully once, you know, we're 40, 50 years old, we're not dealing with this shit. So. So Uh, before we get to the next one, I got breaking news. Mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell just got released from the, the New York Jets. I saw something about that earlier today saying that they were looking to trade him. But I didn't yeah. I didn't know if that was like they were, something like if that was just like somebody's trying to start a rumor or like a rumor, yeah, I didn't know either. But uh he will officially be a free agent tomorrow at uh four PM Eastern. But here's what I don't understand. They released him. One, he got hurt. He was doing great, then he got hurt uh, at the beginning of the season. But here's here's my thing. They he signed a four year fifty two point five million dollar contract. So when a team trades, the other team has to pick up his contract and pay. So that's why they're trying to trade him. But when you release him, depending on how his contract you set might up, pay him that they money. have to like pay him out. So for a team to release you when you signed a 50 plus million dollar deal, they really don't want you there because that's just money they have to burn out of their pocket for nothing. So something, something went on. That's like that's a red flag. Yeah, definitely. And like if his yeah, if his contract was like two, three mil for like one year, or like maybe even two two years for ten mil. All right, cool, cool. Fifty two point five guaranteed. Like thirty something. I'm assuming. 
Uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly how much is guaranteed, but they're they they don't have to pay. They won't pay all of it, but they're gonna pay a solid chunk just to cut him. So so they something something happened. They did not want. That's him. tough. That's tough. But <laughs> he getting his money out of it, so <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll find another team for sure. But yeah, that's just a breaking news I just saw pop up on my uh my phone. But we can go on to the next. All one. right, bet 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 bet. Last one, last one that I got. All right. What life-altering thing should every human ideally get an experience at least one time in their lives? Uh, life-altering experience. Man, That's a tough one, too, because I don't even know one, to be honest. I just wanted to see what you were going to say. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of an experience I've had that's life-altering, but I can't really think of one. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, oh, you know I got one, actually. I just thought of one. So, for Christmas, me and my family used to uh, volunteer at the food bank, and we used to deliver meals to less fortunate people and, like, homeless people. Bro, you want to talk about, after doing that, you talk about you uh, how appreciative I was of I got a house, like, you know, we live in the suburbs. My parents got solid financial, stable jobs. And, you know, we don't have to worry about what we're going to eat. Like, you know, the lights have never been not paid. So, we all, you know, we've never had any of those problems, at least that I can remember. You want to talk about that, like, super life-changing. Like, I stopped taking stuff for granted after that because we were delivering to people, like, houses so run down, didn't have running water. This is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Didn't have running water, uh, like just was just rats living with rats because you know the places were so cheap, they weren't you know, they weren't that great. And then we're also just handing stuff to people, like got sleeping in sleeping bags under bridges. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, that is an experience just giving back because you feel better about yourself helping people, especially around Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, Nashville gets cold on Christmas, so these people on the streets, homeless, are freezing to death. We were giving them like hot meals and and, and stuff like that. That was, I feel like that's an experience uh, everybody should try to do if they can. That just makes you not want to take life for granted, or at least where you are for granted, because it could be worse. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'll probably say the same thing, man. Um, you know, just living in Chattanooga. Um, for the people that don't know, Chattanooga has like a really, really big homeless population, like really really big man and uh you know it's just like you know you'll be walking on campus you see homeless people come on campus ask you for money and stuff like that you know most college kids you know don't have money so you know even if they did want to you know get them a little change or something they really don't have it because you know college kids really don't have that much money so that's another life-altering thing that i have to say you know it's just not like just being around that you know just going to school and seeing that every day you know once nighttime hits, man, they're out, you know, they're out, they're trying to, you know, look for like their next meal and stuff. And, you know, like I said, the homeless population is real big in Chattanooga, which, you know, there's a lot of break-ins and stuff like cars and all that. Cause you know, these people are trying to, you know, do what they need to do, you know, to survive. And, you know, sometimes that means, you know, they have to do what they got to do to make ends meet. So that's another big, that's a thing that, you know, it's probably life altering to me too, is just, seeing the homeless population and then just, you know, seeing, you know, people, you know, what they go through and stuff like that. So 
yeah, it makes sense. It'll humble you for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. And that's the thing, too, man. When I was in college, you know, every college student has, you know, those struggles and everything. And I was sitting up there. I was kind of bitching a little bit, but I was just like, you know, like, you know, why am I in this position, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you got to sit back and think about it. Just like, you know, somebody got it worse than me right now, dude. Got it way worse. So you just got to be blessed, man, and just, you know, be thankful for what the little you got. So. All right, Trey, what 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 life altering experiences you want to share to the people or that that they they should well, yeah, experience at least one so if you have been. But uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, when I was 15, that. that's when that, we was doing like the, the the food bank stuff. The greatest one, I'd have to say. You uh Yeah, I was, I was like I Were was you little. born I was, like, back then? 6 and 7. Y'all remember? Do you remember it? No, we don't. Mom doesn't okay. have Do y'all still be doing anymore. that? But she like still does stuff like for the food bank and stuff. But like we don't do the do the Christmas stuff anymore. But we still like pack meals and stuff sometimes. Okay. I'm like, yeah, we be, yeah, we'll like, we'll pack yeah, meals. Y'all do packing and stuff and like yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, fine. We might have to do something, man, for for Christmas. Give back. Oh yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk to my mom, and then I'm sure she can set something up where we can go do Definitely. something to give. Definitely, because I want to give back a little bit, you know. Especially after this whole year, so you know, a little give back to somebody might brighten up their week or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I got I got the city tatted on me, so I might as well give back. <laughs> definitely, definitely, <laughs> yeah. We just set something up. So, I have. I have a all right, now. is that all we got? Any last word remark? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Hey, we skip you, could, you, you could be a professional. Like, have, like, the talent and everything to be in one sport, any sport, what would it be? Any sport. Oh, basketball. Any sport? Ooh. I'm picking either basketball or UFC. Uh, I, I kind of – I was kind of thinking UFC. <laughs> I – I got you're go like back. a well. How good are we? You're yeah. like a star like, are we for like, like a couple. You're like a decent player, like you're like a starter, but like not like a LeBron James, yeah. Superstar, okay, yeah. Like not the greatest of all time, but like we're a solid starter, dude. It, like like our, our yeah. name is well known in the org, in the industry. Okay, yeah. I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking basketball then. I probably yeah, I go say, basketball. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say basketball or yeah, basketball. Yeah, soccer. Soccer wouldn't be too bad either. You know, soccer they get paid. Y'all see Ronaldo get soccer that or- COVID? Yeah, I did yeah, see that. Yeah, man. <laughs> soccer would be think of a bad, sport though. that like soccer doesn't really take a toll on your body like that. Soccer. Golf. Baseball, oh golf! Yeah. You have a long, prosperous career. Golf. Yeah, man, golf. Yeah, that's the sport that you play till you're up to like you're like seventy. I'm trying to figure out why uh, Tiger Woods be getting all these injuries playing golf. It's like, calm down. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Good lord, it's golf. <laughs> no, nah, man, he's trying to he's trying to hit the uh, the ball off the tee box. He's trying to hit it like three hundred yards. So. I see. <laughs> Out there blowing his back out. Oh. 
Bars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. <laughs> oh man. All right. Mm. Is that is that is that that's it? Right? You got one more. All right. Any any uh. Everybody hit the outros. Any words for the people? Uh, do what you do. Well, do what you got to do and stay out the way, man. That's all I got to say. That's what I say every time. But right. I feel like I have to reiterate that to some some people. I have no last words. Trey, any last words? Usual. Per usual. <laughs> all right, people. <laughs> man, just keep hustling. Stay what you're doing. Set goals. Achieve them. Aim high. Man, if y'all ever need to just talk, reach out to us on our socials. Uh, hit, hit him with y'all socials real quick. Oh, man, I don't even know my social. I don't even know. Well, okay, 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 okay. On Twitter, I think my at name is Marquis16. Uh, on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, I am C-Will, uh, no, C dot underscore 38, I believe. If, if that's not it, just go to Finance's page and look my name up. He follows me and everything. <laughs> yeah. But that's my Twitter, Instagram. Just hit me up, man, about anything. I'll talk to you about anything. So all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, Trey, 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 what's your uh, Insta? That's it. All right. And then uh, my Instagram, just Instagram is FLS number four swag with two G's. And then you can find my other, if you go to link in my bio, you can find my other stuff. But for real, if y'all, if y'all going through something, need somebody to talk to, hit one of us Please. up. We'll talk. Trey probably won't talk much, but you can definitely hit up <laughs> me and Calvin. Stay safe. Stay out the streets. And keep doing what you do. This is the Guardians at 6 <laughs>